Hello, this is Linda Drake, and you are dialed into the Arizona Technology Council Tech Focus Member Spotlight Podcast. We welcome you to the podcast where we highlight the thought leaders and entrepreneurs who are growing Arizona's promise as a world-class technology business hub. Each of our episodes features an innovative entrepreneur, transformative leaders, and technology titans. These are people who are reshaping the state's evolving tech ecosystem as we speak. All of us at the Arizona Technology Council and at Michael Beach Coaching and Consulting are excited to be able to bring you this podcast every month. We love bringing you closer to the current information about what's happening in the technology sector right here in the great state of Arizona. I am Linda Drake. I'm a certified executive coaching consultant with Michael Beach Coaching and Consulting. I hope everyone listening today is as excited as I am about our special guest. We are so delighted today to have Eric Miller, co-founder of PADT, as our special guest today on the Arizona Tech Focus podcast. Welcome, Eric. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited. We are very, very excited to have you. PADT is the Southwest's leading provider of simulation, product development, and 3D printing products and services to companies that design and manufacture products. Eric Miller is the co-owner of this Tempe-based PADT, which provides tools and services to companies that design and manufacture physical products. He holds a BS in mechanical engineering from UC Berkeley. As co-founder of PADT, Eric pursued his interests in simulation, 3D printing, and small business management. Eric often writes and speaks on simulation design and 3D printing. And in addition, he is a startup mentor and angel investor and sits on the board of several tech-related organizations and is the chair running in his third year of the Arizona Technology Council Board of Directors. Just fabulous, Eric. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, just wonderful. I like to stay busy. <laughs> uh, I guess you do, sir. I guess you do. So, Eric... You are the co-founder of PADT. Mm -hmm. I'm curious, what does PADT mean? Well, it means engineers should not name companies. That's generally <laughs> what it tells you. But we've been around for 29 years, so we're kind of stuck with it. So back in, when we started the company in 1994, it was really common for engineering companies to use three or four letter acronyms to name themselves. And so we just followed that trend. And we picked Phoenix Analysis and Design Technologies. For, for a while, we contemplated design and Phoenix Analysis, Design and Manufacturing Technologies, but decided that was too cumbersome. Um, and about, about 10 years ago, we realized that we called ourselves PADT. Everybody else called us PADT. 
so we're just going to go with that. And we did a doing business as um, uh, DBA uh, to change it to, to that PADT Inc. And that's been much, much less ink has been wasted in, in time uh, going to that shorter name. But yeah, it stands for where we are and what we do. We do simulation, which we used to call analysis, and then we help people design products. How wonderful. And it's great that you've been in business since 1994. Yeah. How many current employees do you have? We're sitting around 85. Um, I think I think as, if I check my email, it may be 86. We're, we're waiting on an offer to be accepted today. So yeah, so we've been around 85 for quite a while. And uh, sometimes we get up to 50 and just kind of bounce around in there. That's great. And I have found your website very interesting and appealing. I love the simplicity of your company philosophy. Thank you. Please share that philosophy with our listeners today. Yeah, so it comes from when we started the company back in 94. We were working for a large corporation, and there's a lot of positive things about a large corporation, but there can be some negatives, especially when you're a young, feisty engineer. Um, and so we didn't want to have a, a mission and vision statement, which was still is very popular. Uh, we decided that we would put down some basic philosophical tenets, and that's that we, we wanted to focus on uh, integrity, the people that we hired, um, also uh, making sure that um, we knew the tools because because really what we are is a, is taking computer-aided engineering tools and either selling those or using those. So it was really important to know our tools really, really well. And so we built our philosophy around this idea of doing all that and then taking multiple disciplines and combining them with synergy to come up with this uh, new product. So that that's basically what our philosophy has been and, and continues to be. Um, we, we, we're really good about reminding ourselves of it. Um, you know, they, they, they come up every day, right? Learning your tools, keeping integrity, um, you know, making sure that we promote and, and, and educate our employees, you know, hire the best people and, and then keep, keep them the best people. So these are the sort of things that we, we really kind of focus on and it's, it's fairly simple and, and we just keep kind of reiterating it and it's worked. So it makes it easy. <laughs> well, I'm delighted for you. Mm -hmm. And how would you describe your company culture and what drives your employees? Yeah, well, it, it's a, it's a. It's a complicated answer because um, we do a lot of things. So, you know, our culture in our sales organization is slightly different than our culture in our engineering organization, which is slightly different than our culture in our manufacturing organization. And I think what is common is that it adapts to what's best for those things. So sales is very different, right? Sales is about being in front of people, about being that trusted advisor, about, about and, and being able to take no. And it's, it's much more team-based over there in sales. Uh, it's much more about the emotions and how we do things and, and, and supporting each other more. Whereas, say, in the engineering teams, it's really about... Um, loving the technology, getting deep into the technology, sharing the technology with each other, being excited about the technology, both both our customers and ourselves. Everybody cooperates, everybody works as a team, but it's also, we spend a lot of time working by ourselves in that. And, and that's part of the culture, right? It's a, lot of, a lot of our employees actually work here because they love 10 hours a day in front of a computer screen, right? And don't have to go to meetings. <laughs> so they love that. And then in manufacturing, it's really about process and much more team, again, more teamwork, more uh, helping each other out because it's process driven. Sometimes we're really busy and people have to do different jobs, but across the company, it's really about working together and really making the customer happy. Another important part of our culture is 
and I really like this is we take our job really seriously. You know, what we do is really important. We have to take it really seriously, but we never take ourselves too seriously. So there's a lot of humor in our company. And then I think another thing people have described our culture as smart people doing smart things with smart tools. And I think that's right. I mean, that's why one of the reasons why people come here is they want to be with other people that are, that are intelligent and caring and family oriented and family, both your real family, as well as the company as a family and uh, really work to make customers happy. And, that, and, that, and I think that that's the one thing that drives them more than anything is supporting their coworkers, number one, and then making customers happy, number two. In fact, sometimes we have to back off a little bit on the make the customer happy part because maybe it's not the best thing. <laughs> maybe, maybe the customer's not right all the time. And so we got to back off a little bit on it because we're kind of obsessed with it. I love the use of the word smart across mm -hmm. the multi-dimensions of your company. I was very, very also impressed mm -hmm. that your company's been named on 85 patents. Mm -hmm. Please share with us what issues your products solve for your customers and clients. So one of the reasons why clients come to us for our consulting services is they've got difficult problems to solve. And that requires some innovation, right? So our, our, our slogan is we make innovation work, right? So we, we have companies that are innovating, that are inventing, that are coming up with new ways to solve problems and, and running into roadblocks and they come to us for help. And so we get a chance to be creative and come up with new ideas and new solutions. And when we do that, um, they, the customer owns the rights, right? They own the intellectual property. We're not, we're not competing with them on that. They paid us for it. It's theirs. But what we do ask is that we get named on the patent. And that's why there's so many of them up there. And what's really cool about it is the variety. So we have patents for medical devices. And we had a guy that worked here for a while that uh, had expertise in, in handling luggage, right? So we've got some luggage handling patents in there. Advanced semiconductor stuff, turbo machinery, um, you know, everything under the sun you can think of, we've had a little bit of a hand on in that's one of the things our employees love about working here is the variety they get. And you can see that if you go to our website, you can see the patent page. You can see this, this big variety. In fact, our VP of engineering comes from the golf industry. So there's some golf patents in there as well. So it's kind of fun. Incredibly diverse. Yeah. And even in spite of that diversity, Eric, mm -hmm. what are the primary industries that your company serves? Mm -hmm. It varies over time, but I would say over the last five years, the fastest growing part of our business is space. So we've always done work in the space industry for the big guys, right? But as commercial space takes off and the, the medium and the small size companies start getting more and more contracts, we're helping them. So uh, a lot of growth around space and that may be propulsion. It may be, I mean, like one customer, we're just working on the brackets that hold all the bits together inside the spaceship, right? It's not very sexy, but it is going into space. So it's kind of cool, but somebody's got to do it. Right. And sometimes we, we help with really exotic missions and sometimes it's really basic stuff like, you know, uh, the, the pallet that holds the really heavy part of the rocket or something. So uh, it's all over the place in space. The other area that we're doing more and more in is electrification of vehicles. So that's mostly cars, but it's also aircraft. So uh, as the industry is shifting towards battery power or hydrogen power and then electric drive, uh, we're doing more and more work in that area and seeing that grow quite a bit. Medical devices have been a, 
a big part of our industry uh, mix for a very long time. It's probably the most consistent one for us. And so we've always got one or two medical devices we're working on uh, at, at both, both here at PDT and then the customers that we sell tools to. And I'll, I'll call it alternative energy, although I'm not sure that's a cool term anymore. You know, we do work in oil and gas. But we work in other forms of energy, whether it's nuclear, solar, wind, hydrogen, you know, all these different areas, batteries. We have tons of customers in those industries, as well as providing them with services. Definitely have seen that uh, as a strong part of what we do. Really, any industry that requires difficult engineering is where we get involved. We had a customer come through a couple of weeks ago now that was working on a toy for pets, right? But it was a difficult manufacturing problem, how to make, she wanted a very specific shape and how to make that shape exactly how she wanted it. And so it was actually quite difficult and we helped her with that. And that's the same time we're working on a valve for a rocket engine, right? So everything in between. Incredibly unique products mm-hmm. and a, a wide diversity yep. of products and industries as well. Yeah. So what are the characteristics that make your company unique in the marketplace? Well, you know, so we do, we do two things here. We, we resell the leading products for simulation and 3d printing. So a company called Ansys, we resell for them and a company called Stratasys on the 3d printing side, we resell for them. And that's the bulk of our revenue, right? So that's, that's our biggest chunk of revenue and the amount of most, that's why we have so many salespeople and so many technical support engineers. And, and what's unique about us is we're selling. There's no question of that, but it's not being sold to. We really do partner with the customer. What, what are you trying to do? Why do you want to do it? Okay, here's the right tools. Let's find the right mix of tools so you're not buying more than you need. Um, and sometimes the answer is we don't have the tools for you. And build that trust with them so that when they do need those advanced tools, we're there. So advanced tools, that's that idea of smart products, right? That's that's a huge thing that differentiates us, that we're representing the industry leaders in simulation and 3D printing, but that we understand them, we use them, we know them really well. So that technical capability that we bring to the table turns it from a hard sell into more of a cooperative, let's figure out what you need and let's get you the tools you need. And then supporting you afterwards as well. So one of the reasons why people come to us to buy from us, because they have a lot of choices out there, is that technical support that comes afterwards. So they know when they pick up the phone and they call us, they're not going to get a bot or they're not going to get some new grad you know, in a call center. They're going to get an engineer with 10, 15, 20 years experience that's going to answer their question. Then on the consulting wow. side of things, it's really that engineering expertise as well. It's it's the experience in aerospace and medical devices and consumer products that we can bring to the table and, and solve almost, you know, apply those advanced knowledges from every industry to whatever industry you're coming to us with. And it pays off quite well uh, for the customer. So they we can really help them solve these problems. Same thing with the 3D printing as a service, right? So we sell 3D printers and we do 3D printing as a service. That is something that we have unparalleled expertise. I mean, in some ways, quite famous within that world of 3D printing. Some of our employees, they've they've worked, say, at a movie studio doing stop motion, 3D printing little stop motion puppets, or worked at an aerospace company, kind of changing the way that jet engines are made. When they get tired of that, they like to come here and uh, they get the big variety and they get the challenges, but without the headache of the large company. That's incredible. The diversity, both in the yeah. product line and services, is is just beyond imaginable mm-hmm. for a company of less than a hundred. 
So, yeah, it's, and it's it's our employees that make it happen, right? So it's the it's it's never the well. I don't know that. It's I don't know that yet, <laughs> and they'll go figure it out. With your leadership, Eric, what are the new directions the company is pursuing? Well, yeah. So there's there's three owners of the company. We all three started the company together back in '94. You know, I think that we've all really been focused on what we call moving up the food chain as time goes by, because, you know, our company is based on these technologies and engineering knowledge and fairly quickly, what was expertise becomes common, right? So we've always really focused on finding new applications, new industries, new tool sets, so that as, as what we do as experts become something that everybody knows how to do, why pay us to do it if you can do it yourself? We move up that food chain and find new things that are hard and difficult, figure those out um, and help people bring that in-house as well. So that's that's really something we're focused on. Specific areas are going to be batteries, right? So batteries are huge right now. But we have a lot of issues that we don't like to talk about with batteries. There's, you know, supply chain issues, there's heat issues, there's packaging issues, there's cost issues. So really helping people solve that problem is really big. Continuing our work in commercial space, you know, helping people make spacecraft that are cheaper, better, and more reliable. And then I think another area that we'll continue to focus on just because we do really well with it is solar power. So solar, you know, went through a phase where it was really affordable, right? There are people pumping out cheap panels, so anybody can do it. Now it's we're going to increase the efficiency of it, and and I think we're going to we're really kind of focused on that as time goes by. So that, that's kind of our our big focus from an industry standpoint, and then learning new tools as soon as they become available. Um, so like when a new new three D printer comes out, we get the we go to the company and we say we want to be a tester for you. We build the expertise with them before it even hits the market. So when it does hit the market, we know we're we're ahead of everybody else. That's the reiteration of what you said earlier, mm-hmm. that when presented with a problem, the response is, I don't know that yet. Yet. Yes. So, yeah. yet. Exactly. So how do you assure quality deliverables? So that's been a, that's been a challenge, I'll be honest, is we hire very strong individual contributors, right? And so they do their thing, they do it well, and then they say, okay, here it is. And that works at a large organization where there's people who are paid to check, right? <laughs> so we've had to really take a step back in a lot of what we do and put stronger processes in place. So we love checklists. They're simple, they're easy. And so we, we have a lot of checklists that people have to go through before they go to the next step of whatever it is they're doing, whether they're selling a product, invoicing a customer, um, or delivering a design for a new product, right? We go through the checklist and we also do a lot of peer review. So the idea is, you know, there's always someone here that can check your work. And what we find is knowing that someone's going to check your work makes you stop and think, is this right? (laughs) And so you catch it yourself more often than not. Whereas if you don't, if, you, if you're not worried about someone checking your work, we, you tend to go, ah, oh, that's good enough. And you send it out. So we've really made a big effort on that and put a lot of prices in place. Our, our manufacturing department is ISO certified for 9001 for aerospace type stuff. And so it's not just an idea there. It's the way they do everything. And then we use a lot of those 
lessons and rules in the rest of the company as well. Even though they're not required because the rest of the company isn't certified, we tend to borrow from our quality team over at manufacturing to ask some advice all the time. I'm sure all of us as listeners to this podcast are learning a great deal. Mm -hmm. And we do appreciate, Eric, that you have been a long-term serving chairman of the Arizona Technology Council. Please share with our listeners what active participation in the council could yield for them. You know, we've spent a lot of time, the board of directors spent a lot of time asking ourselves that question, right? What, what, you know, there's the normal stuff. Joining any trade organization has your normal benefits of um, it, it's, it's, you get to know other people in the, in these various industries that you work with, you get to go to educational events. We have great educational events. You learn networking events, you go to networking events and you learn things. We do, we do those things. In addition, we also have a great legislative initiative. So we're kind of considered the state legislature, the neutral party that everybody on both sides can come to and ask for advice. We, we only deal in facts. We don't have a partisan agenda. We're representing the, the needs of our of our members, our tech company members, and we just present what's real. And so we've, we've got a really good success getting important legislation like the R&D tax credit and the angel tax credit, as well as the dark skies laws passed that benefit the whole state. So that's that's normal stuff, right? That trade organizations do. And I think we do it well. We've got some discount programs. Uh, if you're a member, you can also take part in our Healthcare plan. If you need a, if you're a small company that needs healthcare and wants to sh- lower their costs, so these these are great things. The networking, especially, is fantastic. But what we really are stressing and we're seeing really good traction with is community. When we really reached out to our members and said, "What are you as a person looking for?" and even as a company, people want to change the world in a positive way, right? They want to make things better, whether it's for their industry or for you know kids. In, in, in school or whether it's, you know, the state in general, economic situation in general, people want to be something with, want to do something with people they like that's bigger than themselves. And so we're really focusing on that as a go forward basis, the tech council and seeing really good success with it. So, you know, when people show up to a meeting, they're going to get what they normally expect, but they're also going to make friends. They're going to build a community and they're going to be able to participate in, in making the world a better place. You'll see that roll out in the new website in a, in a couple months. We're really emphasizing and, and double down on this idea of being more than just a group that gets together and really make a difference in the world. We look forward to that new website yeah. of the Arizona Technology Council. And I really want to say thank you, Eric, for the quality of your time on this podcast today. I know your time is invaluable. But I do want to reiterate something that you said. Mm-hmm. Remember that PADT is the company that makes innovation work. Thank you. Yes. I appreciate it. It's been a great discussion. Yeah, great discussion. Thank you so much, Eric. I want to thank our special guests for taking the time for this interview today. We are excited that our next show will feature another fantastic Arizona Technology Council executive, whose business is going on right here within the great state of Arizona. Thank you to our listeners for joining us today. And please, if you have any great suggestions for a future episode guest, or perhaps if you want to become a featured guest yourself, please contact the Arizona Technology Council's website and look for the Arizona Technology Council tech focus 
Member Spotlight Podcast. We look forward to spending time on our next episode with you together. And until then, remember, invest in innovation, invest in your team, and continue to invest in the technology sector right here in the great state of Arizona. See all of you next time.